recording in progress. Let's fucking go, man. I'm almost so happy I'm on this pod and not the Wilder one. Obviously, Wilder is my dog. I am the number one Wilder fan, but this is a close second. All things considered. All things considered, this it, I, I was I was watching the Lakers Clippers game. I fell asleep because I'm mad tired. I got to be up. I got a seven hour day tomorrow. And I woke up to this shit, and my heart started jumping for joy. Now, you know nobody feels that way. Yeah, no one feels that way except for me. But guess what? Guess what, listeners? Your boy Lex. Now Lex can go fully on record with how he's felt for a very long time. I've kept it private. And I, I haven't really put because here's the thing, right? Sometimes you gotta play nice and and give the people what they want and not poo-poo certain situations, right? But but privately, Lex has been DMing Angelo for a very long time, saying, What? I hope this fight doesn't happen. Fuck this fight. But here's why. See, y'all might think, like, yo, he's so PBC, he don't want to see Arrow potentially lose, but that's not it. My whole thing is this, and I say this for every fighter, no matter who they're with or what their status is. I don't like people being rewarded for stupidity. It happens far too often in boxing that fighters get rewarded. Like, like, you can make 100 bad decisions in a row, and you keep fall, you fall upwards. Nowhere in life should you be allowed to fall upwards. Yeah, I don't but, like but, Mike Coppinger falls upwards. It's stupid. He goes to, he goes to, he was at PBC, he sucked. Then he goes to the athletic. He sucks. Then he goes to ESPN and he sucks. And he keeps falling up. That's not realistic. Terrence Crawford, great fighter, pound for pound, number one and number two. I'm pretty sure as everyone would agree to that. But this dude continues to fall up. He makes stupid decision after stupid decision. And here we are on the verge of this big super fight that everyone has been so desperate for. And on or privately, I've said I do not want to see the fight because. This guy and his team are clowns. They are so stupid because that the, the solution was obvious. You're done with Bob Aaron. Great. We've been waiting for you to leave top rank for a very long time because you're a talented fighter. You deserve the Uga, Thurman, Buds of the world. And what does he do? Instead of signing a three-fight deal, like we discussed in the Patreon earlier today, like any normal person would, this dude wants a one-off fight with all these, I don't know what he was even asking for. Who knows? We'll get the details later. And this guy is fighting David Avenesia, who sucks, on an app no one has ever heard of. If you've heard of this, you have to be a television executive because I've never heard of this app. And I, I, I pay attention to all the content delivery platforms. I, I know a lot of I, I Have you heard this app? I actually think I've heard of it, but like, only in passing like i have nothing other than like i guess i've heard of this i think i've seen it mentioned somewhere but like you know not much okay so so angela who is really really on top of content and different words and platforms has basically never heard of it he's heard of it in passing so he don't know maybe he has heard of it maybe he hasn't ultimately but wasted a lot of people's time he's wasted the fans time he's wasted errol spence time he wasted PBC time. He wasted the network's time. He wasted even Espinosa time. All these people hoping and wishing to get a super fight that he was saying for the longest that Errol Spence was afraid of, that he would jump right into a kick Errol Spence ass, that all his stupid ass fans were saying, oh, we'll run right through Errol. Errol's scared. Errol's a coward. We just learned that Errol tossed his November date waiting for this bozo to fucking make a decision. And in turn, he fights David Avenesian, who I personally... I don't even rank him. For, I, I don't. Do you rate him? Honestly, he's good. Like, like people were saying, like Ben should have fought David Avenesian. I was like, he'll kill David Avenesian. I don't really think he's nah, decent. Avenesian would beat Connor Ben. I, I don't agree. Not great, with that. but he's good. He he ain't a. Oh, oh, okay, so so Buzz is pound, pound number one. It's on. And it, see, this is where for me, here's the thing. Okay. My whole thing was this. I've been saying for a while, Errol should have just... See, so let me tell y'all something. All the listeners, right? You, you could look back at Floyd's career and it's really like a business school education in how to move a career in boxing, right? One thing Floyd Mayweather never did was he never gave up his leverage. After he beat Oscar De La Hoya, he was the man. Everything he did was on his time, the, for the purse he wanted and the location he wanted, 
And if you didn't bow down to his rule, we're not getting away. Point blank, period. And now that Bud made this crazy ass decision, I, 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 like, I don't think Arrow or PBC will look back. And my whole, my whole concern this whole time was like, all right, well, I don't like that Bud is playing around. And I don't like when fighters who have worked their whole career to, to build themselves into a specific position of power give up their, their position of power. I think that's stupid. And so as much as I would like for Arrow to fight a Thurman or move up and fight Erickson Lumen, Jesus Ramos, Jason Rizzo, there's a bunch of guys he could fight at 154 just as a, like my first test at 154. There was really no proper way he could have done it from a PR perspective because if he, if he moved out of the Terrence Crawford negotiations, everyone would call him a ducker and say he looks stupid. But now that he did it, the opposite effect is going to happen. He's going to look like a hero. And all the fights that people said, nah, we don't want to see that. We don't want to see Errol versus Ugas. We don't want to see Errol versus Jesus Ramos. Or I could name all these fights. People would have said they were whack. Now that Butt has decided to fight David Avedesian, anything Errol looks, anything he does is going to look 10 times better than whatever Butt does. All right. Not only because it is going to be, last thing, not only not so not, be a not so fight. fast, Lex. Come on, man. Yes, no, Hold Matt. On. Don't now, nah, Matt. Me, don't. We're not doing this today, out. Matt. We're not doing this today, Matt. You don't let have to. You don't have to play I'm opposite gonna, side defense. I'm gonna own that both nigga. Looks like a sucker, bro. I'm gonna own both of you in a second. Let let's get our feelings out and then. Wait, uh, wait. Last thing. Last thing. Last thing. All I'm saying is, whoever Arrow fights is gonna be a better fight on a better network on pay per view that people gonna be happy to pay for. That no one's buying that bud shit. That shit trash. That won't be I'm hard. Done. All I'm right. done. I'm done. I'm done. Matt, let, let, let it out. Nice and raw. First of all, Terrence Blood Crawford. I call him Blood Crawford because Gary Russell Jr. punched him in the face and he ain't get his hit back. Okay, so I call him Terrence Blood Crawford. Real, real quick, that's a double entendre because he is. He, he do roll around with the bloods. I'm just saying. I don't, I don't know about his gang affiliation now. Come on now. <laughs> nah, well, I'm telling you. This, this is a family. Pro, this is a family program here. <laughs> I, I don't. Okay. Know. What Matt told me earlier, I don't think this is going to be a family program. But at yeah. the beginning, you know, I, I'm I'm hot right now. To be honest with you, I, I I've never been so disappointed in a fighter as I am with with Terrence Crawford. This is a Demetrius Andrade kind of move. Like, what the fuck is this guy doing, David Avanesian? Mm-hmm. This is this is your your ace in the hole. This was your backup plan. Mm-hmm. First of all, I, listen, I'm not pocket watching, but there's no way that this guy's gonna make as much money fighting David as an Avenesian, even if he keeps the lion's share of everything. He's mm-hmm. not gonna make as much money fighting mm-hmm. David Avenesian as he would against Errol Spence Jr. So Wait, he, real, real quick, Matt, just just to put it out there for what. For what it's worth, Hopper just said he's making a career high. I, I don't know if that's true, obviously, but I'm just saying. But who gives a fuck if he's making a career high? It's not the Errol Spence payday. No, no, I, I agree with you. I agree what, with what you. I'm just, saying. I'm just saying. Like four point something million dollars. So, all right, he's gonna make five million dollars. Awesome. Congratulations. That's not that's not what you could have made against Spence. And this is this is how this is. And, First of all, don't talk to me about that fucking Coppinger guy, all right? Because this is how media plays bullshit. They are trying to spin this, that he's making a career high, so it will soften the blow. Oh, look, he got the money he wanted. He wasn't going to get that respect. Bullshit. The career high to what he could have made against Errol Spence Jr. So I don't want to hear no shit about no career high anything. Okay, the fact the the fact that this this fucking guy and I guess it lends credence to the report from Keith Idak that the Spence team hadn't heard back for a couple of weeks uh, from Crawford uh, with the contract, the revised contract. Well, that's because he was too busy signing the contract with David Avenesian. No, wrong. Like, like, Go on. So you telling me this fight came out of nowhere, uh, Angelo? No, 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 no. The, the opposite. Now, okay. I don't want to get into this so quickly because I'd rather we just get our feelings out in the open. So what do you want to do? No, fuck feelings. Get into what, what you got to get into. Because, right. because I, I, honestly, I, I, I need someone to make sense of this. And, and you are 
the guy that I turn to to make sense of dumbass situations in the sport of boxing. All right, so we don't typically do this, okay? But we're going to go back to September 15, 2022. I'm going to read you a part of an article written by a, a, an, the affirmation, but we're not going to name him, bald writer. Errol Spence Jr. and Terrence Crawford have agreed to all material terms for a fight for the undisputed welterweight championship and event targeted for November 19th, blah, blah, blah. However, the deal has not been signed as the party's lawyers clean up legal language in the agreement per sources. Crawford, ESPN's number one pound-for-pound -pound boxer and top welterweight, acquiesced to all proposed financial terms from PBC creator Al Heyman, including the short end of the revenue split, sources said. By the way, didn't even put a fucking period. Just ended and went to the next paragraph. The package includes a bilateral rematch clause that the loser will have the right to exercise per source. If the rematch clause is triggered, the winner will earn the majority of revenue for the return bout per sources. Um, now, let's go down a little bit. The 147-pound summit meeting. Spence holds a WBC, WA, and IBF titles, while Crawford has a WBO belt will be presented as a co-promotion between Spence's Man Down Promotions and Crawford's TBC Promotions on PBC Pay-Per-View. High-powered attorney Jeffrey Spitz is representing the Heyman Spence side as the contracts are being reviewed. And then the rest of the article is literally a recounting of the events that led us to this situation. And then the end, though, is I'm free to do whatever I want, said Crawford, a three-division champion from Omaha, Nebraska. There's nothing standing in the way from us fighting. There's no promotion company that's blocking it. There's no wrong side of the street. There's no nothing. Let's see who the best welterweight in the world is. Okay. This was your, like, if you can't, like, this was your hint that some fuck shit was going on. Okay. First of all, no boxing writer, I guarantee you, there is not a single boxing writer out there that will use this type of language. This is very specific language that is being mentioned here. And the, the, the question is, why? Why does he have these details? Well, this article is solely a PR stunt to set up a fall guy. Now, where it says, uh, where is it right here? Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence have agreed to all material terms, okay? They've agreed. Now, why isn't the fight signed? Well, the deal is not signed because the party's lawyers, uh, while they clean up the legal language in the agreement per sources. But here's the part that is really important. Crawford acquiesced, which means to accept begrudgingly, acquiesced to all proposed financial terms from PBC creator Al Heyman, including the short end of the revenue split. What does that mean? Crawford is the victim here because big bad Al Heyman posed financial terms that he didn't want to take but he accepted but then why didn't terence crawford ever sign the contract because that's the, the key bit that was left out that leads us to believe why something was always going on terence never signed the contract that much we know from from the reporting from espn and then the really important thing that stuck out more so than the language is this other part High-powered attorney Jeffrey Spitz is representing the Heyman uh, Spence side. Why is he mentioned? Why don't we know who's handling Terrence Crawford? Who's reviewing the documents for Terrence Crawford? Now, why is it? You've been given names here. There's literally no mention of Crawford's manager. He certainly has one. His advisor, I'm sure he has one. His trainer, which we typically get quotes from BOMAC when it comes to the career of one Terrence Crawford. No one but we know who's representing Spence's side. What does that sound like? It sounds like this fight was always in the works. It was always there in the back pocket. It was drawn up. And it was only a matter of time before if they didn't get exactly what they wanted, they would just go to it. Because how'd they put it together so, so quickly? The last update we got was, what, two weeks ago where they said that something was in danger and that they were working on fixing it with a proposed date of, like, late December? All of a sudden, that fell apart so quickly, and you put together this fight in two weeks? Get the fuck out of here. So, I don't know. You guys tell me. I'll be honest with you. I don't give a fuck no more. You know, I'm, I'm going we, we to do the seven stages. 
the seven stages of grief. I, I'm, I don't give a fuck no more, man. I'm accepting. Well, what stage is that? Acceptance. I'm accepting this. The last stage. Because you know what? If if this guy don't want the fucking fight, he don't want the fucking fight. You want to fight David Avedesian? Go fight David Avedesian. Who gives a fuck? And you know what? Shout out to Frank Warren. He does it again. Frank Warren is having the greatest boxing year in his whole career. You know, this guy, one of his fighters again, gets a big fight. I'm, I'm happy for Frank Warren. I'm pretty sure they're going to show it on uh, BT, probably BT pay-per-view, because Terrence Crawford is going to need every fucking penny that he can uh, glean from this fight. Uh, and, and it is what it is. It is what it is. You know, I hope he's happy. And if, if what Errol came out and said today, and if the history of, of PBC is uh, uh, going to be taken into account here, they're done with Crawford. He's going to get the Demetrius Andre treatment. You know, we, we put our hold. They put their whole boxing schedule on hold for this fucking guy. Okay? And I think we should have got a hint that maybe something was in the works when uh, fighters started saying they're getting their fight dates now. You know, once David Benavidez got his fight date, and then uh, uh, who, who else? Boots said he's locked in. He's in the gym now. Mm-hmm. Once they started putting the holes on these arenas, once these fight dates started trickling out, that should have told us either the fight was done or the fight was done. And right now we know the fight is done and not in the way that we wanted it to be done. It's okay, Matt. Let it out. It's all right. No, it's fine. It's fine. Listen, Deontay Wilder's back. Fuck no, but your voice trailed off right there. I, it, it almost sounded like you, you got a little emotional. No, I, I did. I, because you know what? Gosh, not to get all racial here, <laughs> but this fight was supposed to be the Black Super Bowl. Okay? And... Uh, uh, I was going to go buy a, a fancy suit. I was going to, you know, get my, my Sunday best, my Easter outfit. I was going to get suited and booted to go wherever the fuck this fight was going to be and just celebrate black excellence. This was supposed to be our eras, Hagler versus Leonard or Hearns versus Leonard or Hagler versus Hearns. This was supposed to be that for our generation and unfortunately we're not going to get it and we're not ever going to get it because why would the sanctioning bodies continue to be in a holding pattern where now these guys are taking interim fights there's no reason for the sanctioning bodies to be in any holding patterns uh uh at all so what I propose, Errol Spence does, just drop the WBA belt. Nobody wants to see Stanley Onsis. Please, God, no Stanley Onsis. Okay? I cannot take the, the, these war-torn countries. I don't want none of that. I want Errol Spence to use his imagination. I want him to get in the gym, work as hard as he can. And I want PBC to sell me on Errol Spence Jr. versus Jerron Boots Ennis. Now you 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 playing a dangerous game there. Oh yeah, I know. I'll try. That's why I said he got to use his imagination. Because you know, listen. I usually, you were really use your imagination and wow me with the fight. No, no. I you were gonna these... say, tar- sorry, uh, our friend down south, but uh, Jamil. It's time. Y'all got to drop the friendship. No, 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 no. That's creative. But Boots is just like, yeah, that, I mean, I don't think that's the fight they're going to make. Um, but he, but the interesting thing that is that if Errol were to drop the WBA, that would basically signify that the fight is never happening. And they're, they're yeah, like, yeah, it's it. over. Fuck that guy. Let him be Demetrius Andre. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Um, 
What do you guys think of uh, this streaming service that is supposedly going to pay, somehow guarantee uh, eight figures for this fight? Oh, Black Pride? Yeah. Have, have you ever heard of it? Because Lex was saying that nobody's ever heard of this. And I mean... I've heard of Black Pride. I've like... Lex, 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 is, Lex is not uh, in tune with his community uh, anymore, apparently, if he's never heard of Black Pride. Because I love these uh, weird reality shows that they have, you know? <laughs> you're watching reality you know, I listen, I, on a fringe TV service or streaming service? I watch everything. I watch I watch everything, man. And they provide, they provide original content. Uh, they got 42,000 followers on uh, Instagram, you know? Um, How many of those are bought? Don't say that. Come on now. They got they got some some decent stuff on there, you know. I I think you would like it. Well, maybe not you, but I saw that they have like gang fights. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I, you might be. I hold on, no, 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 no. You might be thinking of Black Prime boxing, which is not the same as Black Prime. We talk about Black Prime boxing. No, Black Prime is a streaming service. Black Prime, see, this This is what's confusing about it. There's a Black Prime and there's a Black Prime boxing. Two different things. <laughs> uh, Errol Spence has a, given a quote. He has spoken. Uh-oh. Errol Spence to the sports day from Dallas-Fort Dallas Worth on Terrence Crawford fighting David Avanesian on December 10th instead of him. Quote, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I was shocked that Lex knew who that was, to be honest. Wait, wait, wait. I was trying to talk and I was on mute. What is on Black Prime? Can someone can someone answer me that? Wait, it's, it's, it's only going to be one of us that can answer that question. and It is not me. Without Googling, without using, like, just, just off top, close your eyes and tell me what's on Black Prime. What do you mean close your eyes? Close your eyes. Like, I, like don't want any, I don't want you stuff. Googling. The program is slate. Bro, I don't need to Google it. I have it on my Roku. So what's on it? <laughs> I don't remember the names of all this stuff. So you, so we, so so we, so so basically, you don't even know what's on it. So no one knows the Black Prime. Apparently, Matt I Wilson. know Black Prime. He watches reality TV on it. We can't name we. You watch it, but you can't name a show. That don't really add up. Well, because I don't. It's not like I, they have such great programming that is must see TV every week. But so how but is it? My, how is it that anyone know what this is? But you, no one can name a program on this shit. That's like name a show on ESPN. I named plenty shit on ESPN. Well, that's, come on. Come I don't on. know. How about this? When PBC had the brown sugar advertisements, I could name plenty shit on brown sugar because I downloaded brown that sugar shit and tried to support I can't, it. I can't name nothing brown on brown TV, sugar. Brown, brown sugar brown had plenty sugar. of black exploitation so flicks like Foxy Brown and shit like that. Well, brown this sugar black sounds brown like, shit a, like is unheard a porn of. website. It, it do sound well, like a porn yeah, website. I, I mean, it is now, but I mean, don't ask me. How about How about this, guys? Okay. It's going to be on Black Prime. Can you guys talk about the potential that this is a Daniel Kinahan front company? No, it's it, not. It's not a front company. Don't you dare disrespect our culture, I'm not, Lex. I'm not saying that. I didn't say that, but I see it. The I'm connection people, is there. You know what I mean? The connection is there, but it's not. I think that there's somebody fronting the money for this. And I don't know that I believe that is Black Prime Boxing. You know what I'm saying? So where is it coming from? I don't know. But is it possible that, you know, the dude out in Dubai that's wanted, that's got himself, um, you know, sanctioned by our, the United States government, is it possible that that dude's out here still trying to play, uh, pull strings on one Terrence Crawford's career? Mm, I wouldn't doubt it. Well, here's the thing about Black Prime that uh, maybe is not a good sign. They haven't been posted since December 2021. <laughs> just to, just, just to, to put into context how, how popping Black Prime is, I mean. Nobody said it's popping. No, I know, I know, that. I know. I know and no one here said it's popping. I'm just saying for the listeners, if there is anyone out there that's questioning whether Black Prime is like a relevant player in the content market space or whatever you want to call it. No, they're not. No, they're not. Now, I'm not going to lie. 
Matt, you ain't mentioned this. Angelo, you ain't mentioned this. The, the move really doesn't shock me. Now, I've told y'all once in a while that I, I'm, I'm very good friends with someone that's on the inner circle of, of the team, Crawford's team. And he told me a couple things about like two weeks ago. I know, Lex. Hold on, hold on. Let me just go at Lex for a little bit. You wasted a lot of time at the beginning of the podcast dancing around this. You're not explaining yourself very well on why you feel the things that you feel. And now you're going to do it right now? now no, no, no. I, I was going to say a whole different thing, for real. I, see, I'm not really trying to... It, the, the way I feel about this fight really has nothing to do with what I've been told privately. No, no, no. It does, because you you you... you you have an expectation of how things are going to go that people don't have because they're taking a lot of things at face value. There's a reason why you don't take stuff at face value. Things that you see or you're reading behind the scenes based off of what you're, you've been told or, or what you've gathered from conversations that you've had. That's true. That's true. And I've, I've, I've talked, I've discussed with people on the inner circle, Terrence Crawford, for years now, certain things they should be doing certain things they shouldn't be doing, certain things they should watch out for. And, and I was laughed at before. Laughs turned into, wow, you were right. But now, here we are. He's fighting David Avenesian. Now, what I will say is one thing that the Crawford, like all of the people in Crawford's team and, and his sister kind of put, put this in the air today, they have an incredible level of distaste for Al Heyman. Now, you, you, some people probably going to say, why would they hate Al Heyman? Terrence Crawford feels personally slighted by Al Heyman because during his whole time at top rank, Danny Garcia was never served up. Keith Smith was never served up. Arrow was never served up. Ugas was never served up. Pat got the Arrow fight. I mean, Arrow got the Pat fight before Bud did. In some bizarre way, Terrence Crawford feels that that is Al Heyman's fault and they were hiding fighters from Terrence Crawford to spite him. Now, obviously, that sounds completely ridiculous, but that's how they really feel. His sister said it today. Al Haim was trying to do whatever. And trust me, all the people on his team share that opinion. And so, you know, like, I don't want to say too much. I'm like, fuck the whole shit up. But ultimately, like, I think a lot of part of this move is but like, you know what? I, I did what I needed to do to try to make this fight and they're not treating me properly. So fuck them. I'm going to just go my way and do my thing. And that'll be that. And like, he could take that road if he wants to have that attitude, but there's no way to PR his way out of this situation. There's no way. Angelo, is there a way? Matt, is there a way? No. I mean, if you just look at the response on social media, on Reddit, I've looked at both Twitter uh, and Reddit, and like it's pretty unanimous here. Uh, it's not unanimous. It's about ninety to ten that everyone is done with Terrence Crawford at this point. And I think Matt, you said it at the beginning though. You're like this guy is Demetrius Andrade, and it's like how do you not look at this situation and the way it's played out and think, oh yeah, this reminds me of somebody. Oh, Demetrius Andrade, who like. You know, it, it's easy to feel sorry for that guy, but every time he, like, every time he's been given an option to, like, make a career move for the better, he does the dumbest thing. Yeah, and, and, and the very obvious move, as we discussed in the, in the Patreon, was just do a three-fight deal with PBC. It seems to be what everyone does who leaves top rank. Andy, Pacquiao, Mikey. And it would have set him up for, a, for an Arrow trilogy potentially a um a charlo fight if you get through arrow two times a keith thurman fight a retirement fight in omaha if that's on the menu but you fight david avonesia well i think like to be honest that's not even it's crazy because i mentioned all the time like canelo fighting like billy joe saunders and the network wouldn't approve that i don't think the network would approve david avonesia for real if, if it was but espn or, or showtime I don't think that fight's getting approved unless he's coming off an injury or something. Well, not, not for the money. I mean, that's the, that. The, the, this is this is a crazy thing. Like Avanesian, I thought was like certainly a, an option for Terence Crawford when he was with Top Rank. But the thing is, 
Aram came out and said, there, there ain't no way we can make money on this. And his minimum for Terrence Crawford was a lot lower. And he said, there is no way for us. You got to think about that. That's Bob Aram. They are amongst, you, you can argue, you know, position, but to say top two, top three promoter in the game with the biggest network in the game with ESPN, he could not see a Terrence Crawford fight against David Avanesian making money. And in fact, they damn near lost money. I don't know if they did. I think they either came up a little bit short or maybe they broke even on the Porter fight. Um, but but that's Sean Porter. That's not David Avanesian. And so they couldn't make money on that. So like, I don't think anybody was approving that fight and certainly not for eight figures. That's the crazy thing here. Like, I mean, who are these people that are handing out that money and how do I get some of that? So I, I don't know if Matt is still with us. Matt, are you still rocking or not? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to your Oh, okay, okay. I was going to ask you and Angelo, now that we're here, what do y'all see a way for Terrence Crawford to come back to the negotiating tables with Aaron Butter? Y'all just think it's a wrap. Bro, it's over. He, he's got to kiss the ring. Now, now. It's over. Matt, no, no. Last year, Caleb Plant, Canelo, that fight fell apart. And Caleb Plant went public and said, look, this is what's up. This is what this guy's asking for. You know, there's ridiculous stuff going on that he, he we agreed to everything when he said, hey, I want my payday if Caleb can't show up. And they agreed to everything. One fight deal, no commitment, undisputed title on the line. And they agreed to everything for Canelo. And then they, they this shit still fell apart. They had to come back to the table. And you know what? It was basically the same same offer. Canelo didn't have to sign no long-term agreement. They did it. Canelo went elsewhere. So I'm not going to say that it's a never say never, but it's hard to see. Because I also think that the, the circumstances around making the fight right now were perfect. And I don't think things are going to be the same, you know, six months down the line. Well, well yeah, absolutely. I mean, Errol Spence is not... First of all... Errol has always kept his word with this whole thing. He said, I got one more fight. Then I'm fighting Terrence. They're going to 54. I'm collecting all the bite belts. Then it's Terrence time. So for this particular fight, unless it's at 154, I, I don't see it happening. Because, again, if I'm on Errol's team, I'm saying fight Keith. Because that's it, he, him fighting Keith in the wake of this announcement, he'll look like Superman. Because that's still an entertaining fight. But if Errol... And I think people will forgive Errol for doing the fight because a lot of times he was like, nah, I'll never fight Keith. Fuck Keith, fuck Keith. But that fight is still appetizing. So there is that option. But if the, if there isn't, there's plenty of guys at 154 with PBC that he could fight. And, it, you know, he does it in Dallas and it, it's a huge fight. Terrence Crawford is, <laughs> will be lucky to break 100,000 pay-per-view buys. To be honest, They'll be lucky to break sixty thousand pay per view buys. They'll be lucky to break ten thousand. No, I don't. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm with you on that. Like, there's no, I don't know anyone that's gonna watch this fight. I don't even know people that's gonna try to stream it. First of all, what kind of pay per view card are they gonna put together for this? That's what I want to know. Can you guys please build me the pay per view card for 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 this fight? Probellum crew rolled on down. I don't know who's on who's part of that crew. Steven Nelson. Put put, put T- Tevin Farmer versus Mickey Bay with the co main. Will there be any street beefs on this card? <laughs> uh maybe. I I would love to see uh some street fights. Maybe some uh hobos fighting each other. Uh I, I want to see what they're going to do with this, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm, man, this is shocking. I swear to God, though, if, if Spence fights standing on this, um, I'm done. I'm done with him, too. No, man, I don't I think you have to, to worry see. about that. I don't think that's happening. Now, how do we know the WBA is not going to be like, you need to make the mandatory? That, that's, that's what well, I'm worried about. Because I, I think how, because my whole thing with the mandatories and any of the, and any of the major promoters is like, a lot of the times, dudes will cut deals on the side 
And so it's like, you can fight on my undercard and we'll give you this amount of money. Let us get this big fight off and then you can do whatever you want afterwards. I don't think Stanley Onis will get the arrow fight. I just don't see it. I could be wrong, but. Uh, what about Boots or, or Virgil? What are the young, young boys? But Boots is a possibility. I would give it an outside possibility, but it's a possibility because he's with Showtime. Virgil, I don't see because it would be the same issue with that that PBC has dealt with with um, Mungi and Charlo and now Tank versus Ryan, which it seems like Tank versus Ryan is happening. I think it'll happen, but there's always that question of like Golden Boy and zone. So yeah, but if if you got Tank versus Ryan in active negotiations and, and it might happen, it's likely to happen. Uh, what would that mean? That maybe the door is opening for Golden Boy to start doing business with PBC again. I mean, they do need to pay the rest of their writers that they're laying off with Ray Magazine. <laughs> Ray, oh, magazine Ray Magazine is dead. Well, well, that's a, a conversation yeah. for another day, but it's done. Over. Yeah. So, you know. It, 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 not what you guys think is over. Somebody got to pay for uh, Dougie Fish's perm, you know? So, <laughs> it is what it is. Um. All right. So, Arrow Spence, more quotes. I got to talk to my manager, but I already told him I'm at this weight too long. I might be moving up. I don't know. I might be moving up. Said that Crawford was going to be his last fight at 147. Yeah. So I don't know. Might not be Thurman. Might not be um, who else they got? Boots. He's big enough. Boots is big enough. I, I don't think Boots is going to go to 154. So who you, who, Angela, who do you think, and Matt, who do you think, if, at 154, if it's at 154? Fundora. Yeah, right. It ain't Fundora. Matt, what are you doing with your, your mic? It's, like, way too loud. My mic is too loud. Usually you say it's too loud. No, uh, it was too close to your mouth. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I moved it just now. Uh, I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to say that he's going to fight. Boots. Uh, it got to be boots, man. Here's what I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's boots. I think Showtime sees boots as the future for the next 10 years. So why would they toss risk tossing him in there with Spence? I, I don't I don't I don't see it. Well, because that is a fight that could make him. And, and and but they have Arrow like they could have both two. You're talking two paper potentially two pay per view stars. Now you wind up with one. Uh, uh would Boots become a pay per view star on his own without getting that rub? Uh, I think so. I I, I, don't I think know about you that. just don't have to do it with the Spence fight is what I'm thinking. I don't know, man. And I'll be honest with you, Arrow Spence, not sexy at one fifty four. Why not? Nah, any would you throw Errol in that fucking Dallas Stadium? Nah. Look sexy. Uh not sexy at one fifty four. I'm sorry. You you don't think he'll be as good at one fifty four? No, I think he'll be as good, but the matchups to me are are not as sexy. I, I well, there's one, I think. Very the Charlo fight, match, okay. Yeah, I mean, but Jamil is like that's a sexy matchup with Yeah, well we know that's not happening next. No, no, no. And I don't, it's quite possible that it would never happen. But I mean, it's something, you know? Yeah, this is. So, so you, you know, Blue Nose, the YouTube channel? Blue Blood? No. Ah, sh- Blue Blood. I meant Blue Blood. I don't, I don't fuck with YouTube. Lex, you know, right? Yes. So apparently, this dude is um, a promoter now. He just signed Brian Norman. Yeah, that's uh, the guy that was sparring, bud. And his ass, I heard. Someone said that he's connected with Black Prime. Oh, my God. Yo. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yo, and Angelo, a- Angelo, this is exactly why I've told you for months, I hope this shit don't happen. Like, like Angelo, how long have I been telling you that? Now, that? now that we're here, how long have I been DMing you? Fuck this Crawford Arrow shit. Um, I mean, for a while, I guess since it started being seriously discussed, but I feel like, um, another Spence quote has come out. He says, I've done everything that I said I was going to do and I'll fight him next and we'll see who's holding up the fight. 
everybody see now who's holding up the fight. He had this, I guess, in his back pocket. Which, yeah, this, is, this is too much. But I don't see, man, I don't, I, I don't share your level of disappointment because, like, when you look at niggas like, I'm sorry, when you look at people like Andrade, Kevin Farmer, and, and, and Michael Hunter and all these goofy-ass dudes, you know how shit is going to play out. He butt-proved a lot of people right tonight. He proved me all the way right. I've been telling people on, on and off record, well, no, mostly off record, that Arrow should just move on because you, you butt playing with too much shit. But you can't I be think- playing with PBC schedule. Wait, wait, wait. PBC schedule. Espinosa, Al Heyman, Errol Spence. You can't play with all those things and think it's cool. It's not. In real life, shit don't work that like that. You have to do good business. So, so Bud proved me all the way right. I mean, and you should feel the same way. You're not. You smart. You a smart dude. You understand how this boxing shit go. But disappointed about what? Bud being an idiot? You know, you knew Bud has been an idiot for uh, a very long time. I was looking forward to the Black Super Bowl. Okay. So we can still get this, listen, there's still gonna be great fights. We still gonna get Tank versus Ryan. We still can get Deontay versus AJ. It's still gonna be lit shit. If Bud don't want to be a part of history, that's his problem. And, and this is what everyone needs to do. I, I, everyone don't need to be disappointed. What people need to do is point at Bud and say, use a fucking sucker. Don't be disappointed that what we didn't get. Let this be a cautionary tale to every boxer. That if you want, don't sign with these fat trainers and fat managers because they they don't know what they're doing. Hey, you you don't got to go that hard. But does 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 Bo Mac know what he's doing? He don't know what he's doing. But there, there's a heavy set dudes out there that know what they're doing. I don't, I don't think he, who Reynoso that huh? Reynoso. All right, you. So who's a who, who's, who's a bigger sucker, Bud or the Carolina Panthers? <laughs> <laughs> it's Bud because the Panthers uh, sent the, the 49ers a poison pill combination of McCaffrey injury prone and the 49ers cursed uh, it's obvious what's going to happen to McCaffrey but here's the thing Angela you, you, you breaking Javon Hart right now by the uh, way n- I, he, he knows I, I might be actually be stealing a take from him but so here's why as much as you know what you said makes a lot of sense and in hindsight you've been proven right but like, this is why you had to go through with this is because sometimes you just got to leave no doubt in the court of public opinion. And what Errol did, and it's clear that he didn't want to do this. And it's clear that, you know, it kind of sucked for him, given that he don't want to be at 147 any longer. But when you wait someone out like he just did with Terrence Crawford, now there's no there's no logical way that like the logic is literally inescapable at this point it's clear who do, you got to be pointing at right now and it's terrence crawford and we would not have had that if they would have just mis- mysteriously gone their separate ways three weeks ago without a word but nah you let you sometimes you got to let people dig their grave and that's basically what they've done because again, the timing of this, none of it really makes sense unless you accept the premise that Terrence Crawford always had an idea, maybe not full intention, but always had this idea that this would be a very realistic possibility for him. And the fact that the fight is going to be happening a lot sooner is, uh, you know, Sooner than we thought that the the Spence fight was presumably going to take place, that's crazy. But is it possible that this December seventeenth date is going to be Errol Spence going to Atlanta against Boots? Like, uh, I would love. Oh my God! Listen, I wouldn't even think about Crawford if they do that next. Hold on, move your mic a little away from your face and say that again. I said I wouldn't even think about Crawford if they do that next. If it's uh, Spence Boots in Atlanta? Spence Boots in Atlanta, that gets my man juices going. Well, all right. You are a juices kind of guy, so let me let me throw another. Yeah. What about Keith Thurman? Oh, my God. Listen. Listen. The light-skinned revolution died with John D. okay? We don't want Keith who? Thurman. With who? John D. Who's that? What you won't do. 
do for love. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were in the light skin revolution. Nah, it's over. For that's Curry leading the way. This is true. But I, I don't want to see Keith Thurman for the simple fact that I love the the energy that Aerosmith had towards him. And I wouldn't want him to lose that just because Bud tricked off this fight. Don't don't lose that petty energy. I, I love that shit. You know, I almost tweeted this out today, but instead I tweeted out something far more hateful. But like, I was just thinking today about all the drama, and this is before this news came out, but I was thinking about all the drama that we got in boxing like on a pretty regular basis and how in some ways people get frustrated by it and they like say they're done with boxing and all this stuff. But like for me, I just love it. Like it, it, this is why basically I follow boxing as closely as I do because like there's just always this drama. And I feel like a lot of people make claim that they don't like it, but the engagement on social media about all this stuff that no one talks about boxing, you know, people don't talk about who's going to win fights the way they do about stuff like this. Um, Angelo, remember, I, this is just like random, but remember a while ago, I told you that, and, and it's in context with Matt, with what Matt said, blood, Bud thinks he's with the bloods and he is, and he thinks PBC are the Crips. Remember I told you that a while ago? Yeah. You did say that. Now, now with that said, there are people on my timeline, few writers, few boxers saying that. It's neither Bud nor Errol's fault. Just say is Tay Jones said it. It was not just Tay Jones. Oh, someone else said it? Yes, someone else said it. Do you want me to say their name? Yeah. Jake Donovan. Mm. He said it's neither of their faults. Mm, Can you defend that stance? No. Can you defend that stance? Absolutely not. No. If that's your take, I think you're wrong. That's trying to have it both ways. And I don't think you can have it both ways in this situation. Not like I, because from what I know about the negotiations and I may or may not know some stuff that wasn't printed, I don't know. Um, but it definitely seems like it has been lined up so that one side was trying to play PR and the other side wasn't. The, the PBC side of thing has been almost silent until today. And now notice, today was the first day where something came out on the PBC side, um, basically saying, you know, they're, they're waiting. They haven't heard back from Terrence Crawford. Okay. So it is clear to me that that was probably their last ditch effort to say like, dude, do you want the fight or not? And then the counter was to release the, or to announce this fight, basically. Now. I would never <laughs> like no one can say it's both sides fault in front of me and me not like they are they ass on fire. But you know, I'm not in any position to like Jacob on fire. I don't know him personally, but I don't agree with him. I'm an Or Tay. Even though Tay's my dog, Tay's my guy, and we were chatting uh, a couple of days ago, but I don't agree with that. Tay doesn't like me, but go on. <laughs> Tay was like saying the other day he blocked people so much just randomly. So don't feel bad. Why didn't he like me? Because um, Tay, Tay doesn't like me because I post like because he did not understand one of my tweets and thought I was making fun of Deontay. Oh, see, that's what you got. Listen, if you are an enemy of the bomb squad, we don't fuck with you. But I'm not an enemy of the bomb squad. I was defending Deontay and going after a writer. And he thought I was I he basically thought I was the writer. And I'm like, dude, what are are are, are you brain dead? Well, he does get punched in the face for a living. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, that's, that's a good point. But I've been a member of the Bomb Squad since before you two. Hmm? That's right. I said it. Huh? What? I said it. <laughs> Go look Man, what a record. way to wake up from a nap, bro. What a way to wake up from a nap. That's I mean, crazy. See, I was shouted. Shouted. Matter of fact, fuck this. Shouted. Shout to Deuce. Deuce is going hard on the timeline. I fuck with Deuce. Shout to Tom yeah. Cody because I know me and Tom always be having similar takes. So shout to Tom. Shout to Javon because me and Javon was DMing about this shit for a while that Arrow should just take Keith and send him the fuck home. But now, bud, making Arrow look like a superhero. Shout to everyone in the chat. Shout to, yo, who the fuck was asking me about 
Why doesn't Bud sign a PBC? Who is he? I think he's new. Who is that? Uh, I mean, he he got a name that don't really make sense in the context of. Uh, it's like WBA, WBC, IBF, or something like that. Yeah. What's his real name? Shout out to him, bro. Like we gotta we gotta make sure no one's feelings are hurt today because this was a big fight that I feel people think we've lost and it don't matter because Bud is a clown. Just celebrate Arrow, bro. Arrow's no, this, this, that's not shit. like. Well, what kind of what? What the fuck are you talking about, Lex? <laughs> we lost the, this big ass. Like, what? What is nah, wrong? Matt, we, Matt, see the difference. The difference between me and most boxing people is like, while most boxing people are gonna look at fights like this and like be optimistic and hopeful, I'm realistic. And and one thing I've been right about is you can't keep falling up. If you're Bud, you can't. Bud has made dumb decision after dumb decision for a very long time, and eventually that catches up with you. It caught up with Bud. It caught up with Andrade. It caught up with Kevin Farmer. It caught up with Michael Hunter. It caught up with Otto Wallen. Caught up with Demetrius Andrade. You can't keep doing stupid shit and hoping for, like, you're going to beat. You can't beat the system. Eventually, you're going to have to comply with the system. And because Bud has it, I'm like, fuck him. Fuck any of these fighters that don't comply with the system. Eventually, you just need to hunker down and do the right thing. And if you don't, for me, it's fuck you. And, and not per not on a personal shit. I don't know these people, but I'm just saying, like, you can't you can't continue to do this weirdo shit. So I'm not hurt that we lost this fight. I'm not because when when they announce whatever they announce next, I'm gonna be hyped for it. You know the crazy like, this is boxing. We lost mad good fights. Matt, we lost Wilder versus Joshua, and it, it might happen four years later, but we lost that. We lost uh like Angelo, help me. Matt, help me. How many great fights have we lost? This is not this is nothing new to box. Lost as many fights as is you take. I don't like. I don't. No, like no, no. I'm not saying it happens all the time. It doesn't. But, but I think it happens a lot less than people say. But my point is, it happens. Like, yeah, we lost Charlo versus Heard. We yeah. lost Charlo what versus Heard. There though, what Char did we lose? Char Charlo. Charlo. Wait, Charlo versus Rocky Room. That'd have been great. <laughs> Jared Heard's a nice guy. Uh, but no, here's the thing that needs to be discuss or discussed is does Terrence Crawford ever intend to fight Errol Spence? Yes or no? I think the door is closed. If you ask me, it's over. I'm, I'm talking from Terrence's perspective. Nah, listen, he, yo, the whole thing is that people are sleeping on his for a very long time. He said, I don't need Errol Spence. That he is needs true. me. That, and that, Matt, this is the reason why, like, I'm not going to cry about this fight. Bud has taken his dickhead ass. I'm better than Errol's position. He always been saying this. I'm already in the Hall of Fame. Undisputed at 145, 140. Three-weight division champion. Ring champion. Pound for pound number one. Why should I feel bad about missing this? This motherfucker want to be a stubborn clown? Go be a stubborn clown with David Avenesia. Have fun, bro. I don't feel bad at all. So, oh, guess, but guess what? Both of them going to make the Hall of Fame. So it's, it's it's really a moot point. I don't. This is horrible. Like, I'm sorry. You 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 don't don't you can't be mad at me. This Bud, you got to say Bud is horrible. So, but Matt, does Terrence Crawford ever intend to fight Errol Spence? In the words of the legendary Adrian the Problem Broner, take the L out of lover. It's over, brother. Didn't. Terrence Crawford tweet that? Hell no. He tweeted it about Keith Thurman. No, Errol might have tweeted that. That's what I'm saying. Errol tweeted that. I thought you said Crawford. So here's, here's why I ask. Does this move, like, if you're not happy with the financial terms of that fight, how does this fight help you? It's not going to do well on pay-per-view. It's going to bury you for over a year that he, like, it's not that he won't have fought in a year. It's that he will have not fought on a platform that people actually have access to and that people are aware of exists. He's virtually putting himself on the shelf for over a year, maybe up to 18 months, depending on the timeline of when they would potentially be fighting again. He hurts himself at the negotiating table. So why do this? If in interim, oh, there fight, is no negotiating table. It's over. It's it's over. You're you're talking about as if this fight is just on hold, bro. It is over. Saying like it, it doesn't it. make any sense from his perspective unless you have 
unless we accept that Terrence Crawford just really isn't interested in that fight happening. Yes, it's over. Now, yeah, it. Angelo, yeah, I think you're thinking about it too practically, bro. This guy, it do said it on Twitter. He cut his nose despite his face. He doesn't want to. He, he doesn't want to abide by the system. Certain people in life are like this. Certain people are like, you know what, fucking, I'm gonna do the opposite of what you say because I don't have to listen to you. And usually, people like that end up getting fucked in the long run. Pause. Bud want to do his own little thing. Go ahead and do it. Good luck with your career. It's not gonna end well. Yeah, it's so, not gonna uh, end the way you want it to end. I ain't gonna say it's not gonna end well, but how many other fighters Bud got? How many, say it again. How many other fighters Bud got? Like in his career? No, it's his promotional company. Oh, don't they have, they have Keyshawn? No, uh, Top Rank got Keyshawn. Uh, I don't. I mean, I guess I don't know. Steven Nelson, maybe. Is he with Top Rank or he just with, with Bud? I don't know, man. The Bud, see, the th- that's the weird thing with Bud and them is like, if you ask them, they'll be like, "Yeah, we got Keyshawn, Shakur." Even Nelson, they'll start naming people that's really signed in top rank. So I really don't even know like how to answer that question. You gotta fill out this card. We know <laughs> Brian Norman's gonna be on the card. <laughs> who else the who else the blue blood got? Someone said that Bud signed the blue blood. I, I I can't see that. I said that. I literally said it like I don't know, 30 minutes ago, probably. Oh, I thought you was being sarcastic. No, no I was why would you just make that up? <laughs> My bad. You know there's a weird thing to make up? You can't. You can't uh, I think it's a weird thing to happen, but to be honest, like Blue Blood is not even like one of the better YouTubers. Like I would rank Blue Blood like like lower tier of the YouTubers. Yeah, he's not like Sunday Puncher. <laughs> Sunday Puncher don't be on YouTube. Do you guys remember when Jamel like cussed out Blue Blood? No. What I mean, I'm familiar with his work. Oh yeah. Well. So so Matt, here here here, I'll give you a little quick summary of blue blood okay. blue blood covers boxing the same way like a boxing ego would or dante's boxing nation first of all is blue okay, blood okay well whatever he, he's a vlog he's, he's a, a vlogger for current events in in boxing but a lot of times he'll do clickbaity shit like he'll is he'll put up misleading titles huh is he a negro yes okay all right and he from he from he from brooklyn He's from Brooklyn. He's from Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Uh, you know what? Maybe I like this signing. <laughs> okay, we back. He's from Brooklyn, but yeah, he not... I would say he's not top-tier YouTubers. Like, top-tier YouTubers, to me, is you got you to gotta throw in fight. You got to throw Jake, in Ellie. Jake Paul? No, I, I mean, like, yeah, like, Jake Paul is an elite-level YouTuber. Outside of the boxing world, I was talking about inside the boxing Remember world. Remember when Bob Arum was doing all those videos on Terrence Crawford, and like we were defending Crawford on the timeline because no way Bob Arum would be lying on on Bud's name. I don't know, man. What if Bob Arum was Ooh. right along? Rick Merrigan is really uh, ripping Terrence Crawford a new one right now. Really? What's he saying, Matt? He blocked me. So uh, he said, "Well, he unblocked me." Uh, <laughs> He said you could have charged eighty dollars for the pay per view and just made Virgil Ortiz a five million dollar offer at five dollar per pay per view buy. And then he said whoever's promoting the Crawford fight is going to lose eight million for the rights uh, to the Spence fight late next year to make sixteen million. Talking about high stakes gambling, I don't even know what that means. I mean, that yeah, that that's what I said. Like if if Terrence Crawford was not interested in fighting. Um, uh, Spence, it doesn't make sense to Avanesian fight. Like, why not just fight Virgil Ortiz? Like, okay, then an eight-figure payday might make sense. Exactly. I don't think he's interested in fighting anybody. He's already a hard I, fight, I, I probably should have did it earlier, but here's what I think Terrence Crawford line of thinking was. We don't have to sign a deal with PBC because we want to take advantage of our free agency and do what we want to do. So instead of fighting on PBC and fight one of their guys, we're going to fight a tune-up fight, David Avenesian, just to shake off the cobwebs. And we're going to go back to the negotiating table after we do a big pay-per-view because I'm getting lion's share of the pay-per-view dollars. I'm the A-side, and I'm pound for pound number one. I'm a star. 
which which is terrible thinking. But <laughs> oh my god! All right, well, we should wrap it up here. I feel like we need more things to drop so we can. Uh... Angelo, thank you for having me on this pod. This shit is damn near as exciting as Wilder Hellenius. I gotta say, I gotta say, this makes up for for being left out on, on that one. So thank you. <laughs> you you did come back though. You came back for the Patreon pod. I know, but this one was this is a this is a heavy moment. Yeah, I'm gonna kill my Patreon. Who even know how Patreon even works, bro? A lot of people do. Okay, we have. I'm not gonna say how many, but we have a decent amount of Patreons. Uh, I, that's probably not how you say it, but like whatever. The Patreon people, we have a good amount. It's like how like you pay one dollar, whatever you pay for it. How can you not figure this out? They literally email you when you join and say, hey, here's a link for the podcast. Click on it. Hey, can, you, can you take me off that list? I'm broke, man. I need, I need my dollars. <laughs> take me off that shit. I, I've never had to cancel someone, but I'll look and cancel you. Yeah, I'm about to go to child support court soon. So, you know. <laughs> Wait, are uh, you being real? No, I'm, I'm dead serious. Child support? Yeah, man. Hey, listeners, anybody a good uh, divorce lawyer or <laughs> what, family law that could help yeah, you out? Maybe on some pro bono? Max? No, I need a hitman. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I need. All right. Let's uh, end the podcast before this gets uh, <laughs> as evidence in, uh, in, in eight months. <laughs> I want no parts of this. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Go to Patreon. One dollar gets access to the chat. Get access to more podcasts. All that stuff. I mean, it's one measly dollar. Um, if you can't because you got paid child support like Matt, then I understand. You do you. Otherwise, thanks a lot. <laughs>